Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, How's it going? I'm good. Did you adjust your chair midway through that intro? I did. Right, I or did. Did you just drop down in the video feed there? It was highly amusing, let me tell you, listeners. I'm able to double up. I'm able to also do an intro and be like, wait, no, my mic isn't perfectly in line with my mouth right now. And like, oh just, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of an improviser. I don't know what to say it out loud. It's easier to adjust you than to adjust the mic. Like, so. yeah, I wasn't going to move the mic, just like all the rustling when I'm trying to talk. Yeah, actually, I'm not, look, I know I'm taking the piss out of you i'm also too high for my mic right now so there we go and i'm down and it's I'm been back. a while since we did this <laughs> yeah yeah it's been a while since you heard me on the show <laughs> so if i didn't know sean was missing from this week's hero zero and As was we had the audio we had a bit of a, a file corruption issue and sean decided to take his few days off and he went off for the weekend the bastard look and i just so- said no <laughs> So I had to do it by myself. I don't hold grudges. The bastard. I really cannot stress enough how much of a bastard he is. I'd say you do them all by yourself from now on and I'll just have Fridays (laughs) off. Damn it. He's called my bluff. (laughs) (laughs) But Sean, this is Movie Monday. So what we're doing here is the stuff you love. I know you love movies. Big fan. And I know you're not at all fatigued about the current movie climate. Um, (laughs) I'm not burnt out at at all on no. things that I used you, to enjoy a lot. You know what's funny lot. though is the Golden Globes were this week and I was so happy or like sorry last week and like seeing everything everywhere all at once the Banshees of Inish here like all the great movies with awards I was like yeah. yes. Great original <laughs> movies made with passion and love. My God, who would have thought it? They're good so movies. Shock Thor and Love and Thunder didn't make it. I, I, look, I thought they, they really could have beat 
at Banshees for best comedy. That was up for best comedy as well. That was I thought it was pretty funny. I it's, mean, it's, I suppose it's, it's a dark um, comedy. To be fair, if, if you give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on, it would really, really help us out. But Sean, we gotta get started. It's another week. There was a very big trailer that there dropped was. on or Tuesday. Or a very small trailer, Connor. Or a very small trailer that pending on that guy's real big right now. Oh. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Media trailer. We got a brand new one. It dropped on Tuesday last week. Of course it did. Yep. Uh, the day after we recorded. Kevin Feige so, listens to the show famously. If, famously. So we are getting to it six days later. We apologize. But we are starting this week with um, a bit of a rumor, Sean, that I didn't know if, if you're going to like or dislike. And it's about the Fantastic Four film. Oh, um, okay. I like Fantastic Four. I know you like, and you were the only fan of Fan Four Slick, the 2015 classic. No, I'd like to, look, I'm all for a bit, Connor. I would like to distance myself from that statement. Uh, it's a terrible film. Continue. <laughs> but Jamie Bell. <laughs> look, we know Billy Elliot as much as yeah. the next man here. Yeah. But I just, I can't sanction the Tom Do you know what I've seen in Billy Elliot when he start, his dad starts crying and he runs and he tells all the other people, all the lads at work that he, his he kid got in, the da- oh, Yeah, He got into oh, the valley. Like, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so lad. good. Oh, good original <laughs> films. Who would have thought? So good. Well, Sean, we've just been a lot of talk. What's going to happen? Who's getting cast in Marvel's Fantastic Four? Um, And with that comes a lot of rumours, a lot of hearsay. Originally, it was the guy from you. um, Penn Badgley? Penn Badgley, yes. Great hair does Penn. But um, now we're hearing that the frontrunner to play Reed Richards in Marvel's Fantastic Four reboot is none other than Mr. Adam Driver. Um, oh. Sean, I'm very interested to know where you come in on this. I mean, interest, interesting choice. Mm. He's he's very he's built. I think he might be too built. He's too stocky and broad. <laughs> the way you wanted to say it was wide. He's, he's a wide, wide boy. <laughs> but I don't want to encourage that kind of behaviour. Uh, no, he's a wide lad. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that fits. With my idea of I've Reed never Richards. seen Reed Richards as an absolute unit. Yeah. He'd like, be an absolute unit of a man. Have you seen Adam Driver? Uh, like <laughs> He's a fridge. He's just... He, when, no, and look, that was full Ben Swallow mode that he was in. That is true. Maybe he's cut down since then, and he's more of a... Because he what used to be like kind of slender. Um, what, what was he like in uh, Ghouls? Adam Driver... Uh, that's not the name of the film, by the way, but... <laughs> It's the only but thing. But you knew the movie I was talking about just from that it, one word. <laughs> yeah, The Dead Don't Die, exactly. Uh, uh, he's, he's actually, yeah, he looks kind of like a normal man in that. Um, clearly still jacked underneath. That's the issue. They have him in a baggy shirt and it does a lot for him. So I suppose the, the question now becomes, like, Reed Richards as a role, we've, we are long known on this show to know comic book Reed Richards, he's just a dick at all types. Do not Adam like Driver, um, I don't see him as a dick. It's going to be interesting, but I think he could play a real big bastard if he wanted to. I, yeah, and look, I don't necessarily think Reed Richards always has to be portrayed as a bastard. He is just, like, selfish and does bad things in the comics. And his curiosity gets the better of him and he'll forgo everything for that. That's why we call him a bastard. Um, so they might go make him a more sympathetic character. Adam Driver is a fucking fantastic actor as well mm. so that it has that going for it like 
I'm sure he's not going to, you know, mess it up from from an acting point of view. Um, I guess it depends on who you cast around him then. What if they cast Scarlett Johansson as the Invisible Woman and they just recreate She's the back. entirety of Marriage Story? <laughs> Like, she's back like she's just out and now yeah. they're like we're bringing you back Scarlett you're, sign, you're signed on your for next 10 thing. years it's another 19 picture contract like we're locking you in early um, I mean you could but I feel like Adam Driver is an interesting choice just in terms of age bracket as well like it really depends on what you want to do here because like I'm assuming they're bringing them across using Quantum Mania um and like they've been they've been active in other places yeah so the so the idea is they've come across and they're already fully formed and fully functioning i suppose the younger you go the more likely it is you can have an origin story but you need an origin story for a team that we've already seen two origin stories in two movies that are collectively bad no because i think what might happen is we might get them we'll see their first appearance before their first movie I'm thinking. Um, mm. And so that's where we're just like, we learn about them, we learn what's up. And then in Fantastic Four, they fight, uh, I don't know, Doom or a version of Kang or something. And we just see them in action, basically. Like we don't go through the space shuttle and the cosmic rays and all the rest of it. They were also saying uh, Austin Butler has been campaigning for the human torch role. So, I mean, if you got Austin Butler as the human torch and Adam Driver as Mr. Fantastic, this has turned out to be a fucking, like, serious cast. Well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you gotta go big for Fantastic Four, though. Like, if you want people, because there has not been a good Fantastic Four movie, so if you want people to buy into it, you just like give it the most un- unreal cast like a knives out level of casting uh and just throw that at it Ooh. and then like because if you get like four a-list actors and then doom you are sorted like i i mean i think ad driver would be better as doom i, I was gonna come around to this i also yes. think he'd be better as doom but i feel that the, there'd be the worry of the kylo ren analogy mm. you know the mm. megalomaniac with a power power hungry with a mask and robes that kind uh, yeah of thing. i i can see the connection but at the same when i look at adam driver i'm like you'd be a great doom like would just be a pretty che- good doom a scene chewing i also doom. feel like he'd do the mask the whole time you know he would like, actually yeah also i could see adam driver as the ting if he shaved his head shaved head adam driver as the ting Maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah. I could... He'd, he'd have to get wide again, though. So he's, he's so wide, he's though. So wide. Don't even CGI him. <laughs> just make him get wide. Just wide. He's not even built. Like, he's just fucking wide. Just a wide, wide man. Um, I Look, I, I don't hate it. I'll be happy when the casting is announced, because we can stop yeah. with all the... Like this it's, we, it's non-stop this. being like, this is who we're going for. This is also who we're going for. We're also going for this. This yeah. is what we're hoping for. And to be honest with you, I think they start filming this summer. So you'd want to fairly get locked in. And we know Krasinski is not in Yeah, Krasinski was a, a cameo alternate universe fan cast for the trailers kind of a thing. Mm. 
Um, and so, like, I think he's even come out and said Kevin Feige asked him to do one day on set for the uh, Doctor Strange movie. So yeah. that was about it. Uh, so I think he's out. I'm. A lot of people are watching this because I think that, especially with the current state of the MCU, a lot of people are now looking at this as like, this is the next big thing. Because, unfortunately, you always have to have a next big thing. Because ultimately, you once you have Endgame, it's very hard to have a next big thing that's yeah, as big. You need something to build to, and we haven't had that yet. So all we have is the... Weirdly, instead of building towards like an event movie where all the storylines come together... We're just building towards introducing characters that we're, we're waiting for and we're just waiting yeah. to see them. Like, that's what yeah. the end goal seems to be at the minute. And it's a weird place to be, so let's just hopefully get casting out of the way. I just want to see how you'd feel about Adam Driver. I like Adam Driver in most things. He's very, very good. Yeah. I just he don't also see has, him as Reed Richards. He has outstanding comedic timing and he never gets to use it either. Uh, so the the bit like, with um, him undercover on the ship... Being yeah. Kylo Ren, just being like, I think Kylo Ren's pretty cool, guys. I don't know what you're all talking about. Yeah, like it's, and he'll commit. Like he's a, he's a read. Um, the more I talk, the more I just want to see him in an MCU project. Like it, Reed Richards, fine, it would do well for ticket sales. Uh, but just anything, I think, would be interesting. Okay, so moving on to our next piece of news, and this involves a movie from a TV show from the 90s, a cartoon from the 90s. Um, Sean, we are talking Captain Planet. Um, Now, Top Gun Maverick... Uh, star Glenn Powell has declared that the Captain Planet movie is still happening with Leonardo DiCaprio down to produce it and said to be very interested in making it happen. Well, he, uh, Leo's all about the, the eco-environmentally friendly stuff. So, yeah, that does make sense. Um, Captain Planet, uh, <laughs> we didn't really get it a huge amount over here, but basically five kids have rings and they can summon the power of Captain Planet to teach them about caring for the environment. Is that right? Well, Captain Planet, he's a hero. He's going to take pollution down to zero, Sean. That's, um, I believe, is the term, yes. I'm pretty positive that's the phrase. So, uh, um, a show from, I'm pretty sure, yeah, early 90s, maybe late 80s, early 90s. Very strange to see it coming back as a, coming to the big screen, especially live action. I really don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> No, but I feel like I feel it's uh I I think it's probably a worthy thing to try. Mm. You know, cuz if it, like it, it it's not news that uh we the planet's fucked. So I don't know if it's a raising awareness thing. It's just a whole movie of Gandalf screaming. <laughs> just burning to death. Like it's, it's too far gone. He was he, here in the 80s when we had a hope. He just goes around to like various, like like they're cutting down rainforests and he's just screaming like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and the last scene is him meeting Greta, obviously. Just oh, being Greta like, has to show up in this. And just See, like, will this what? come across as like, you know, it's a fun way of getting kids involved in the environment, or you know, a satire, and it's a dark, gritty reboot, and all this. It's a. It, or is it going to be shot? This is a woke agenda. This is what this movie well, is, this right? Is, well, it's look, the mind games, right? It could just come across <laughs> as the most pandery, desperate shit designed yeah. by a committee. Yeah. 
Like, and look, Leo, I mean, very, he's very eager to do it. I would have said, I mean, first airing, sorry, in 1990, which may, would make a 33, so a bit old for Leo, to be well, honest. But he still did. I was wondering which one of us was going to fucking. <laughs> it's an old one, but a good one, this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the new adventures of Captain Planet uh, were was produced by Hanna Barbera cartoons back then, um, and look, it's a live action movie. But here's where it gets interesting. It's with Warner Brothers. So they've kind of come out and said they don't really know where it's going to land because of all the restructuring currently going on at Warner Brothers. Of course, um, yeah. If, if it's even going ahead. But Leonardo DiCaprio is super passionate about it and they really, really want to make it. And so we could be getting a weird Captain Planet movie. Do, I don't think you make it a superhero movie, but you kind of have to. Yeah, like, I think they're just going to do superhero origin film, which will be kind of interesting if, like, because, I mean, with Leo as producer, I don't know how much of a hand he'll have in the story and shit, but, like, seeing that take on a superhero film could just be quite interesting of itself. Um, But, like, what do you do? Like, is it that the kids from the cartoon are all grown up now and then they can still form into Captain Planet <laughs> and they're just like recycling <laughs> like, just really really sad just like oh man just sorting through bottles being like we did everything right and they still fucked it up also what always confused me was there was earth fire wind water and they always do five kids right and mm-hmm. so once you lock in those four you're like you're scrambling you're scrambling for the fifth kid to have a fucking ring that is based what? off something what is the um, fifth one so it's earth, fire, wind, water, and heart. <laughs> I mean, that's important for any... It, Captain Planet wouldn't be Captain Planet without heart, <laughs> But, like, if you get the power of fire, <laughs> or the power of heart... <laughs> I mean, you can... If you... Say that gives you the ability to control people's hearts. Oh, they see, now that's another fucked up level. I don't know if they ever delved into that. Maybe, Maybe they, not. I'm tell- you do a movie where the heart kid turns bad. Like, yeah. the, the heart kid is like, gets fucked up. He's like, I don't have earth, wind, fire, or water. But what I have is the ability to fuck with people's emotions. No, I'm not thinking emo. I'm thinking he can literally control your heart. <laughs> and how often... Make it stop beating. Or, yeah, like he can turn off your heart from a distance. <laughs> Just loads of sudden death syndrome. Yeah. Anyone who just pisses them off. It's like Death Note, basically. That's what happens. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, and Captain Planet has to be brought back just to stop that one kid who's gone too far. Yeah, but Captain Planet doesn't have heart at this point, so he oh. sides with him. And together, because he's this- like, yeah, he maybe he has a point. All humans must die. Yeah, and he's just like he goes in, he buys like just a liter of palm oil. And just starts drinking it for seven and a half minutes of the runtime of the film, I'm thinking. <laughs> and he keeps getting the fire kid to just burn trees. Yeah, do and the kid's like, No, I don't want to. And he's like and Captain Planet just gives him a fist and he's like, No. <laughs> he's just like tears I don't want to and he's like burning all the Amazon. Just like yeah, and like he, he the water like person there like pouring water just into the desert just like fucking that as well <laughs> they're flooding they're like flooding little villages they're just in Venice and they're just causing <laughs> chaos man <laughs> and Captain Planet is just laughing hysterically yeah he's got no heart <laughs> he's got no heart and then the movie is you you have to convince the heart kid that they didn't get the short end of the straw that they're just as important as everybody else even though I clearly control fire final speech uh, it's mm. going to be Greta. 
she comes in and shows him the error of his ways. <laughs> and, and then like a big boulder just lands at her and Captain Planet just starts laughing. <laughs> he's like, now, Earth Kid. But then Captain Planet starts eating a pizza and then it's all over. Oh, fucking bastard. <laughs> um, so, I mean, a Captain Planet movie, I think you could be correct. It sounds a bit See, the thing is, like, it's now right. Like, it's one of those where, like, oh, no, this is dead right. I don't know if you can do it now in, like, a live-action version without it just seeming a bit weird. What if we took all the money that we're going to spend on the Captain Planet movie? Interesting. And we just put it all into renewable energy? Fuck's sake. You know what? I'm just thinking here what if we took every bit of money we were going to put into any movie yeah yeah um, just for a while like for a couple of even years even for a year let's just take yeah. a year out yeah and we'll all just build a load of fucking wind <laughs> machines and, and hydro machines like I mean is that like I don't think that's a radical thing to suggest <laughs> quite honestly we'll stop doing the show yeah <laughs> we'll leave it all we'll no, or we'll look we'll we'll plug in the environment just that's fine like, like a ceasefire yeah from like from, for 12 months and every bit of James Cameron's Avatar move money goes into that like uh, I look I, and I get that movies are important and they employ a lot of people <laughs> but like big picture should we not <laughs> just do that for a while <laughs> I love the idea this is the episode where we've turned on movies. <laughs> Just entirely. Like, it's like, you know what? That's how you know. That's how you know we're genuine. We'll be affected by this like, as well, lads. Like, we're taking one for the team here, yeah. lads, as well. But, like, we're willing to do it. Because, I mean, like, also, our Lazarus Pit show on the Patreon that people are very kind to support us with. I mean, that's old movie, Sean. We don't yeah, support... Well, we, we don't watch new movies. It's It's grand, lad. And the Batman was last year. <laughs> we watched that for 12 months. That's how you watched all the Power Rangers movies as a child as well. <laughs> no, my story of the Power Rangers is they only had two VHSs. Do you remember VHSs? I do, in the local video store. And we used to, I used to just read the two of them back to back every week. So one Friday would be one, then one Friday would be the next. And I did that for a year and a half. I was 18 at the time, really. Um, <laughs> then the Blue lads Rays in college told you to stop. <laughs> I was in college. <laughs> it, was, it was 2015. People <laughs> we were like, Connor stop please so that's the plan we just put all the money for movies into saving the world and then after a bit after like a year or so we can make movies again you know what I'm fucking with you I'm I'm with you but just any extraneous things like the world fuck it like put put all the money trees you know there's going to be another one though presumably at some stage four years from now maybe so like we'll do it then Um, Olympics get fucked (laughs) Train for another few years, Kate. <laughs> Think of how class you'll be at the Olympics if you had eight years to train. And you'll have eight more years on the planet, lad. When you get older. I just think, just consider it is all I'm asking. You say in bolt. <laughs> like one of the athletes, they're like 32. They're like, this is their last chance. They're like, I, just, just take it off, lad. Serious. I would genuinely love to put that argument to like a politician and just be like no but why shouldn't we though 
No, I get yeah. I get that, but if the planet's on fire, it doesn't matter. Twelve Why months. Just... That's all we're saying. Just twelve months of working to get a ceasefire. That's yeah. all we're saying. So look, I'm, I'm working on the Captain Planet movie. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> we'll film it ourselves for oh, free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Sean, I know something to lead on from this um, because, really? <laughs> like, oh, absolutely, and I think this is going to really perk you up for what we're going to see in the future. Is Zack Snyder fans? They're back, Sean. Because what they're now saying is that the Warner Brothers discovery, this, this studio, they don't know what to do with the DC world that was created by the Snyderverse. Um, and so I just wanted to make you aware of a certain campaign Fox that was being sake. run this week uh, with a hashtag sell Snyderverse to Netflix. Um, and this was done in the hopes that Warner Brothers would sell the Snyderverse or the rights to the Snyderverse, which would be Batflick, Henry Cavill, Superman, yeah. and all that kind of the world. Flash that hasn't been released yet. That hasn't been released, <laughs> but they would sell all of that world to Netflix. So then Netflix could continue creating the Snyderverse <laughs> and James Gunn would then create the DC movies. Netflix who are fucking hemorrhaging money and cancelling things left and yeah. right. Yeah, they want them to fork out money for these these movies for the failed universe of DC Comics. Yeah, I mean it's a bold it's it's a bold petition. I, I'll be honest. Um, has it gotten much traction <laughs> since oh, it's been started? A lot of traction. Yes, <laughs> a lot of. I mean, the release of Snyder Cut worked. So now, sell Snyderverse to Netflix, I mean, that's going to be pretty big, Sean. It's, it's, it's after, it was trending for many, many, many hours over this the last week. Is terrible. Like, so they caved on the release of Snyder Cut thing. Yeah. So now they, they've set the precedent that they'll cave if you pressure them enough. And, and, and I think a lot of the issue is that they, I, I, I see it even on the Here's for Hire page is like, you know, like, obviously Twitter is now half-broken, so you just get fucking tweets from everyone. Yeah. Um, but now I'm seeing a lot of James Gunn, like, hate. Like, this oh. guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. This guy's a fucking idiot. Snyder. Now, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, there's a successful now, There's a success <laughs> story. Now, they've all, and it's just kind of weird, because, like, I've seen those movies, and, I mean... I think I would just go to bat for a better project. Yeah. <laughs> if I was going to go all in. Like, and, even, and me and you were mostly laid back, so I wouldn't really give a shit. But like, if they were like, oh, I'm going to cancel the Batman, I'd be like, oh, that's a bad idea because the first one was good. Maybe we should keep doing them. Yeah, but um, when you've had the track record of like, you know, at best middling to at worst absolute flop, then... Why would you? Why would you want that to continue on? In all honesty, yeah, I I don't really understand it, but I wanted to let you know that they're they are trying to create a world in which the streaming service Netflix has the rights to Batflick and Cavill and Gal Gadot, and they do those movies, and James Gunn then does his own DC universe. I don't think they want it though. I don't think Netflix would want to buy it. Honestly, Netflix are dumb though. They they. Put money out for anything and then Warner cancel seven more dumb. things. Like they're hmm? they're they're not. The the thing is that, that they might see the petition as being like, oh, the fans want it, the fans really love it, and then they do it because of that, and then it's a massive flop, and then it fails anyway, and then it takes Netflix down with it, and hmm. then all of the uh, all of the like good original shows and animation get cut even further 
uh, away from what's on the catalogue right now. I, I also think it's completely, like, it's such a strange environment for, like, their idea is that they would do the movies on Netflix. And so that I think the idea is that then you ruin James Gunn's universe mm. if the movies are also on Netflix and it just kind of dilutes the waters and then there's movies coming out on both networks and people are just confused. <laughs> um, but, like, I've, I think people will probably want to see what happens with James Gunn's movies It's first. just more interesting, <laughs> like, than what's come before. I also think, actually, James Gunn has come out and said he would like Ben Affleck to direct one of the movies in the DCU that he's building, which kind of fucks with the whole idea that he's doing a clean slate. He's like, oh, Affleck's really talented at directing. I'd like him to come in and help out. Yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind Affleck coming in to direct. Uh, I just think, just make a clear distinction of like, no, no, it's nothing to do with any of the old universe. Uh, was there meant to be a big announcement about the DCEU last there week? There was, but I think he said at the end of this month. I think oh, he said at some right. stage in January, so it was a bit vague. But it, I think the idea is he's going to give us a proper timeline. But then again, I think they're probably just saying that. He'll probably give us like some movies and then they're still figuring it out um, as they go along. Because okay. at the end of the day, it is still Warner Brothers. <laughs> and they're just going to go day by day, see what no happens. One is quite sure what the plan is. <clears throat> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and it involves an animated movie uh, based off a video game. So we've had Super Mario coming out. Chris Pratt, obviously, is going to be voicing it. But Sean, how would you feel about a Legend of Zelda movie coming out in animated form? I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, Those games are quite rich in story, though, already, aren't they? They are, yeah. Um, But I also think now, because of The Last of Us coming out, like, and that's apparently got amazing reviews and looks fucking incredible... I think we're going to get a brand new batch of video game movies. I I really don't want this, though. Just make (laughs) new interesting things, please. Also, Zelda's really great. Let's just leave the video games being real great. Yeah, yeah. And, like, what what, what do you adapt? Like, there's so much of it. Like, what, like, do you do the first game, like, from the NES? Or do you do Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time or any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, and I think Zelda has, like, the Pokemon thing where... It's such a wide world where The Last of Us is, it's a story. Start to finish. There's an A to the B, game you are story. on a rail, basically. Yeah, and like, it's just a story. Whereas Pokemon or Zelda or any of these, like Detective Pikachu, like, they could have chosen any time in, in in the whole world. They just kind of have to nail down a certain time frame and then go from there. Yeah. And I think that's a lot harder to get right. You're, like, shooting a dart. Just like, okay, well, we're going to have to start the movie somewhere and finish the movie somewhere. But there's been like 19 versions of this fucking character. So, I don't know. Let's just guess. Yeah, and like, I I think it's... I, I And I would have said the same about Pokemon. I think they were clever how they did Detective Pikachu, turning it into a side story kind of a thing. Mm. Um, but I think that it's... Like, Zelda is such a beloved franchise that... I would nearly be too scared to touch it as a studio. Now, like, here's the thing. Illumination are the studio that's going to be working on it, and they are working on the Super Mario Brothers movie. So I think Nintendo are going hard. If to, if Super Mario makes a lot of money and it does well, they're going to be like, right, let's put them all in. 
Let's go, let's do them all. I mean, and then what do we get after that though? Like we get we get in a Donkey Kong, we get in a Mario Kart movie in the in Mario Fast Kart. And Furious, um, we've already had Sonic. Is that Nintendo? Sonic. Sonic is Sega. A Sega, um, sorry, apologies. You get Bomberman. Um, get what Bomberman I want on. is a Bomberman movie. I fucking love a Bomberman movie. <laughs> Bomberman, what a game. But Bomberman's fucking unreal, man. I love that game. <laughs> yeah. We have, in, a, in my uh, work, they have an arcade thing, mm-hmm. like in, in like a room where you're meant to chill out, Sean. They've got wow. this arcade thing, corporate right? culture, boy. Oh, got corporate culture. you got to really bond with people, you know, man? <laughs> right, but <laughs> nobody ever plays, right? But Street Fighter is in there. Right. Oh, and Street Fighter 2 oh, and the best. I have become a bit of an expert in terms of not doing my work <laughs> and doing Street Fighter <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm I pick Honda uh, he's, yeah. my, he's my guy um, and it started off because he had the quick hands so I just fucked everyone up but then the lad I play against is now so good at the game that he's adapted to that. So now we've had to get good. So now it's block, jump, block, like rallies that happen. And <laughs> at a certain point, we're like, we're now worse at our job, but better at Street Fighter. <laughs> I mean, which is which is more important to you, really? The, uh, <laughs> which is more applicable to life? <laughs> I used to play Baraka when I had it on, I had it on PS2, I think. Oh. Uh, and I just, I, I, there was one combo you could spam and just win. I'm that kind of player. <laughs> I have seen you play Batman Arkham Knight, though, and you did not win. No, well, to be fair, you've played that game to death, and I hadn't touched it. In... Yeah, but you got killed by one guy in a taxi. No, I know I didn't get killed by one guy in a taxi. <laughs> it, was, it was one... No, sorry, it was two guys, and they got out of a taxi, and they punched Batman to death. Yeah, because, look, Batman, I think we all can understand, is shit. He was carrying injuries at that point. Yeah, yeah, he was wounded. <laughs> um, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this involves one of our favourite directors currently working, Mr. Matt Reeves. Yes. Um, they, he has confirmed that a sequel to his first big screen hit is coming, and that is Cloverfield. Um, if you don't remember, Matt Reeves was director of the original Cloverfield That's back in the wild. day. Has that been ever missed? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, like Denis Villeneuve, him, uh, Del Toro. <laughs> yeah, Del Toro hasn't really had a miss. Shape of Water was kind of weird, but Greta doesn't really miss. No, um, Greta's pretty solid. There's, there's, there's a few people that just like if you look at their IMDb, you're like, oh, they're all either good to fucking amazing at all points. Um, and Marius has Cloverfield from back in the day. This is his first big movie. Um, and he's now announced that they are going to be doing a sequel. He might not be returning to direct it, but I'm assuming he'll probably be an executive producer right. if it does go. But also, Cloverfield has already had like three sequels as of this point. Yeah, there were like films in the Cloverfield universe. So it's 10 Cloverfield mm. Lane and the Cloverfield Paradox, weren't they? Wasn't there another one? I thought there was like one on Netflix, like it's set in space. Is that or not, was that the paradox? I think that's Cloverfield Paradox. Okay. okay. But, uh, yeah. And then 10 Cloverfield Lane is the one in the bunker, which I'm yes. fairly sure was just a bunker movie that they slapped Cloverfield on at the end. I think they did the same with Paradox. I think this Paradox was a space movie that they then just put the Cloverfield name on to sell a bit more. But although um, number two, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane is fucking amazing. It is. Like, it's great. It's so a good. fucking great movie. So like... Um, this one is going to be called Cloverfield 2. 
So okay. because cause it's the 15th anniversary this year of the original Cloverfield, which is like the found footage. There's a monster going around New York City destroying shit. And it's it was really ahead of its time. Um, in just like nobody had ever really done that under like the Blair Witch Project, but this this was like Godzilla, but found footage. Yeah, it was like it was like the progression from Blair Witch to this was huge. Um, yeah, and it's 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 gotten a real like kind of cult following as well. Um, like people seem to really like that movie. Um, like the fans of it are very big fans of it. So with the second one, then I look. I don't know the Cloverfield lore at the minute. Uh, I don't know what's yeah, going on. It's one of those where you, I, I know some people are really into that, and it's just a world I never really read up on a lot. So I'm not going to claim that I know a lot about it. Um, there's a big monster going slam slam around the city. That's kind of it. And then oh, a lot of monsters took over Earth. And then Ten Cloverfield Lane is about the fact that there could be monsters, but there might not be, but there is. Don't go out there. They're definitely out there. Yeah. And then, so the big monster is still alive at the end of Cloverfield. Uh, yeah. So I guess it's a little resistance group trying to fight that big monster, maybe? Yeah, I suppose. It's supposed to be a direct sequel to the first Cloverfield. So this is this will be the first, like, they've set out to write Cloverfield 2 yeah. uh, movie. And I think okay. Matt Reeves is going to be heavily involved. What it could be then is that, like, because the first one was, like, found footage. So the, this one could be, like, you get a little, like like a crack team and you send them in and it's true like their helmet cams or whatever if you wanted true. to keep that kind of motif going through it clover fields but the s is a dollar sign oh it's over fields <laughs> it's over it's in ireland yeah just non-stop fields and farms everywhere just walking for ages it's in black and white though so it's very you don't get the benefit of being in ireland also, I'm pretty positive Matt Reeves won. He was the original writer and director of the first one. Um, slightly busier now is Matt in terms of we now know he's currently working on the sequel yeah. to the Batman. Um, and he has admitted that he is writing it as we speak. Um, and I've seen a lot of tweets this week of just like a guy with like his paper on fire. And it was just like Matt Reeves writing this Batman 2 script. It's just like pure flames. Yeah. <laughs> Let him cook, man. <laughs> Hold up. Let him cook. Um, yeah I, I don't know where this is gonna go do you think the world is interested in Cloverfield too? I don't think so which is mm. odd I, like people who like it really like it but I don't think it has the mass appeal um, 15 years since Cloverfield came out as well that's wild that's like that would that will make you think of your own debt <laughs> to be honest Oh, sick. Class. <laughs> yes! <laughs> no, no downside. <laughs> it's win-win. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just... Um, I don't know if people care about... Especially if if, it, if they're going to do a found footage movie, which I think you have to yeah. in a sequel. I don't know if that's especially going to make a lot of money because it's been done to death since that's then. true. But, like, and I think for this to have any chance, it needs to be cinema only for a while like if this yeah. drops in the cinema for a week and a half and then is straight on Netflix then it's it's just gonna fucking die a death like yeah no I, 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 I don't I'm I'm scared I'm worried about this might not make it any money I just um, want Matt to be happy you know <clears throat> but I also want Matt to be happy so let's just give Matt nice things yeah so if Matt um, wants to do this let Matt do this 
Also, we've seen Matt in an interview. He seems like a very nice man. Very nice, <laughs> chill, well-adjusted that, man. That's more important yeah. than how good he is. Um, just seems nice. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And Sean, this is a rumour that made me laugh. Um, I don't know if it holds any weight. Okay. But there's a rumour going around that Marvel has the rise on a new Disney Plus series. And it's for one character, one character alone, called Mr. Wong. That is, they're going to be developing a show called Strange Academy, um, based on the fictional school of the same name that appears within Marvel uh, in the comic books. Mm-hmm. And it will be one of the most important tie-in stories leading into the Kang Dynasty, um, as it will have Wong teaching America Chavez and a lot of other smaller characters how to use their powers and like in a term of school environment okay yeah so they're gonna do like Camartage Xavier's school for gifted mutants kind of a story with Wong um, with Wong the, like okay okay First of all, as we discussed in depth in our review of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, Wong should be fucking dead. He should have died in that movie, and it would have made it a way better movie. Absolutely uh, true. Same goes for Korg and Thor, by the way. Um, yeah, all, all so dead. Should have been so dead. killing people, man. Just kill a lot of you people. You can bring him back later. It's comics, but kill him yeah. for a while. Just uh, please. <laughs> and so, I, with She-Hulk and everything like that, there's this whole thing of, like, everyone loves Wong, and it feels really forced and manufactured to me. Like, yeah, like, I, I think it's one of those where it started off genuine yeah. and then they got on board with it. And they're like, oh, you like Wong, so you'll like this, won't you? Um, yeah. So not necessarily. So I don't, I hope, I so the, the like putting, oh, it's a Wong series front and center, it, it just rings of like, oh, it's just, it's an Agatha coven of chaos where a character got popular and now they're making a show around it. But I mean, this is Phase Wong that we're like that we're in shot. So I mean, like what Wong's been dominating these he last has. few movies, um, and he's everyone's favorite. So I mean, why doesn't he deserve his own series on Disney Plus that's ultimately killing the MCU? <laughs> it's like it, I, it just seems like a weird way to divert their efforts when they could be improving any of the number of problems and paying all the VFX artists they don't pay enough. Did you see the thing that they pay twenty percent less? The, any, any other studio yep. not good not Aww. good lad. you have <laughs> the fucking said, mouse money come on <laughs> you, you got, the mouse is fucking loaded I know he's loaded he's got it he's got Just, that cheddar weirdly enough <laughs> but yeah I mean this is one of those shows that I'm like this is definitely this wouldn't stand out if somebody did in the boys so, if the boys did, like, um, a gag on a TV show of, like, coming to your streaming service yeah. now, this, um, because, of course, everything has to be turned into a series of some sort of Disney+. Plus. I do like the idea of, like, a school of, like, not of gifted, of gifted mutants or whatever, but, like, a school of people with powers and you could just get all of the young characters together. You're describing um, the new mutants, by the way. I am describing the new mutants, but I'm saying not mutants. I'm like, yeah, like America Chavez and all that, like and Ironheart even. Like you get all the really talented next generation into a school together and that would be a good way of introducing people to them. But, um, do, but do you think that they will do another, if this ever fucking happens, would they do... And now the kids have to save the entire world. It's that high stakes again. 
I hope not. But it's I do, really easy to do it with magic, though, is the thing. Like, mm. to just cause, a, 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 you know, a massive threat. I do, I do like the idea of them saving the school, though. I, I think a story like that could work. Like, they, yeah. they, that's it's like comic books do that all the time, where it's like this is big for this character, but it's not world ending. It's just I got to do this by the end of school, otherwise, like my life is over. Not yeah. everyone in the world. Like that scene in Doctor Strange too, where Wanda attacks Camartage. Like that kind of scale. Yeah, but spread out over a series. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'd just be interested probably more in that. I can see why they want Wong in it. Um, be weird if they did him, like, it was his show. But, uh, I mean, also, they're probably just going to do everything. Yeah, yeah, like, Strange Academy is a web, like, is how, how this should be marketed, not Wong. Well, Strange Academy is the, actually the name of the school's first appeared. It appeared in 2020 in Marvel Comics. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's actually called Strange Academy, number one. So, I mean, that would be an easy way to get around it. It's just, this is a school for magic people. Yeah, and it opens up the magic world a bit, which which is still fairly unexplored in Marvel. And like, also, it has that great thing where it doesn't have to mean anything to anybody else. It could just have, like, a lot of small characters that you can get introduced to, but it's not the end of the world if you haven't seen it. It's just kind of there if you want yeah. some extra content. Also, just this is completely off topic, but have you watched um, Reboot on Disney Plus? No, what's that? It's a sitcom about um, their reboot. It's like a so in this universe, they're back in like the eighties or nineties. There was a show akin to like Full House and things like that, uh, and it was a comedy. And then twenty years later, twenty thirty years later, this woman wants to reboot that show as a more serious grounded gritty uh okay. version of it um because her father directed the original show uh and then abandoned her it was a whole thing ah okay so it's just it's 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 a show about making a show but it's just really fucking well written and genuinely very very funny uh, interesting so i would recommend that it's like 10 episodes there's one season uh, maybe there's two seasons but there's not a whole lot of interesting. it's not a big investment I, I could I could get on board. I, I'm always up for like weird shows like that. Why yeah, not? yeah. Like, also, uh, the Patient uh, on Disney Plus. Uh, I have heard of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve Carell um, and Donald Gleeson. Uh, oh, I mean, you can't go wrong. Can't the lads. go with a Gleeson, as um, we all know. You can't go, if there's a Gleeson involved, you know Irish people have to watch it by law. <laughs> Canonically, <laughs> as long as we're talking about Gleeson, about time. I oh, mean, let's just, just just watch it. I'm due for a Every, rewatch. Actually, everyone took in. I just watch about time. <laughs> just watch about it. time. Have the tissues handy, lads. <laughs> Oh, lads. Um, also, I've, I just, in, last week, this is just talking about our lives. Yeah. I just had New Girl on in the background. Um, and I just, I genuinely cannot stress enough how funny that show is. Um, just watch Winston, Winston Bishop's character arc from season one to season five is yeah. that it's so subtle, but he goes from like normal human being to the most psychopathic <laughs> human being in a funny way that they just like, but it's done so slowly over five seasons that you don't realize it. But until you, you get go back season, and start again. And, until you get to season five, you're like, he's the weirdest man I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of great. I love that. Um, so yeah, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And Sean, this is a, this is a movie coming out this year that I know you are looking speaking of remakes reboots of Uh 1990s classic a 1992 classic White Men Can't Jump Sean 
Um, How do you find these stories? Well, what are you talking about? It's been announced that they're doing it again. <laughs> I mean, is this... Does this need to happen? <laughs> we could say that about any of these fucking reboots. How, like, ju- just put the money into a windmill and be just, done with Once it. again, just stop for a year with the reboots. Yeah, just take a fucking break on it. Even, not even the new movies, just the reboots. Yeah, just yeah. St- if it's a, if it's, them. It should go to, like, public vote, and if the public wants it, then we make the movie. But, <laughs> and reboots also, aren't eligible. Also, rapper Jack Harlow has been cast in the lead role of the show. Good for Jack, I guess. Good good for Jack. Fair fucks to him. Um, sorry, it's a movie, I should say. Um, and it's going to be released this year. So, I mean, That's they got a fit. Turnaround. It's already been filmed, Sean. <laughs> I, how, I mean, how did this go under the radar? Um, I like. Do you do like White Men Can't? I think I saw it once back in the I day. I think White Men Can't Jump is a good movie. Do you want a I mean, second one? Well, no, I definitely don't want the reboot. But I'm saying, like, I I also haven't gone back, so I don't know if there's any scenes in it now. But I remember being mm. 17 thinking, that's a good movie. Right, okay. Mm. Uh, now, think 1992 comedy. How's that going to fly, do you think? Oh, it's got to it's gotta be dangerous. There's got to be risky <laughs> stuff in there. Like. I don't know what's... I, I can't think of any particular scenes, but there's got to be some danger in there. <laughs> yeah. So, I, look, I, all I'm saying is tread lightly, you know? Um, but is uh, but if it's a reboot, it's just going to be Well, no, the remake, the Sean, I mean, this is the press release. The remake isn't simply a modern retelling of the now three decades old comedy, but it will feature an entirely new story. I mean, it's got right. some of the same elements, but will have a different tempo and rhythm than the original. Sorry, someone submitted a basketball script. <laughs> And then they said, well, another basketball movie there. <laughs> they wanted to do another one with a dog. <laughs> yeah. like, well, no, we either got the idea for, what's it, uh, Airboat? Air uh, we either do Airboat remake or White Man Can Jump remake. They're kind of the only two options. The dog we costs ha- more than Jack Harlow, though. They do. So. <laughs> that dog is fucking a diva. Show me so. where in the rules it says a dog can't play Jack Harlow. <laughs> Did you actually, Colin Farrell talking about the bad cheese of an issue? You know, like in that movie, there's Jenny the donkey. Yeah. Um, him, did, did you him the talking about dogs. the donkey and how like the donkey had like had other donkeys, but like they were the stunt doubles. Yeah. And for some reason, psychologically, you see Jenny the donkey is better than the stunt doubles, <laughs> even though they're all just donkeys. <laughs> did you watch the actors roundtable that they did after yes! like, Golden Gloves and like Kei Hui Kwan and everything like yes! that? Yes. Like. They were just so. It was just nice. Like, they were the two nicest and realest actors I've ever seen, um, and, and Brendan Fraser as well, just being really kind. Yeah, like, and Colin Farrell had this great thing about like, I look, I just don't want to waste anyone's fucking time with a movie. Yeah, That's yeah and you got to get a babysitter thing. in to look after the kids. Like, I want them to come to the cinema and actually just enjoy the fucking movie. Like, um, it's just so real. I love that. Oh man, man. yeah, I I like how we're just like they're nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, like we look, we get all these rumors about Fantastic Four this and Ant Man that. <laughs> yeah. But really, I just want people to be fucking nice. I, and I think I'd more likely to watch some if I'm like, everyone involved in this seems kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> also, good. the whale hasn't come out in Ireland yet. It's going to destroy me, that movie. I like, think so. I think so. It's, I'm not ready. I'm not ready, oh, Connor. Um, Sean, I think it's time to get to, to our final story 
of the of the week. Okay. Um, and I know you've been looking forward to this. Um, and this is the latest trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which we got our first views of the Quantum Realm, yeah. uh, Kang, yeah. and Modoc. Modoc, yes. Uh, mm. Big spoilers in this trailer, by the way. So if, if, if you don't want to, uh, you know, be spoiled, if you want to go in as blind as possible, um, stop listening now. Uh, mm. or just don't watch the trailer in the future. Just start screaming. Like screaming out loud until yeah. we finish. And then go to the Patreon instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, look, I don't know what it is. Oh, here we go. But I I felt nothing watching this trailer. You're a Debbie Downer. I'm, what about I'm the cool inside. stuff? I don't know what it is. Like, there's cool stuff in it. Like, and it's starting to tie things together, like the quantum realm and all the fucking spitty rings. That's the same as, you know, when they're scanning the ten rings at the end of Shang-Chi. It's the same world. Is it? So the rings are from Kang, presumably. Right. So and Kang was the one who designed them. Could be. Could be. Kang tech. Um, so that, like, that's really cool. And that connects... Eternals possibly, or uh, Shang-Chi possibly to that. Also Eternals, because Eternal tech is quite similar to a lot of that stuff. And I, th- um, I think this movie is being used as the link between all of the other movies. It, it's, this, it's just going to tie everything in Phase 4 together, finally. Yes. Um, so, like, that stuff is cool. Um, Mod- can we talk about MODOK? We can indeed. I know you're a Marvel boy, so I was very interested to know how you felt about all this. Yeah, so Modoc was a regular back in the day. His name was George Tarleton. I can't remember if I did a hero or zero on him. I think I wrote it. I don't think you did. Maybe you didn't. But um, he was like average intelligence, underwent an experiment to get big intelligence, got a big brain, brain grew too big, had to build a special chair went insane, wanted to kill everyone. He's a big head in a chair. That's Modoc. Now, we see in this trailer, uh, Corey Stoltz, is that his name? Um, uh, yeah, he it is, yeah. Yeah, and he played Yellow Jacket in the first Ant-Man movie until he got crushed subatomic and presumably died. Um, but he's back and he has a big head in this and he's in a big chair and it yeah. looks Dumb as hell. <laughs> there has to be you. a better way to do it, right? They just stretched a JPEG over that 3D model. <laughs> like, now, but he's meant to look like a weird guy. He's meant to look like a big brain in a chair. Yeah, but I shouldn't be able to see the Gaussian blur edges of the effect. <laughs> also, I don't know, was that even meant to be in the trailer? Because it's just in the background of one shot. Oh, maybe it's not. Also, I we could say also the effects aren't fi- finished. At the that moment. is true, but they did also put out Thor with some bad effects. True. So, but also, if you don't pay people enough money... <laughs> it's also coming out, like, next month. Like <laughs> It's coming out February 17th. Yeah, so, yeah, about a month away. Um, so, like, surely most of the effects you are intending to put in the trailer should be finished. But then can I, I know you've got a lot of negativity against yeah, Mordor, yeah, yeah. a lot of negativity about everything, but Sean, I'm going to throw this back at you. Yeah. Kang, right? Outstanding. John, Already John, outstanding. He's absolutely just the best, isn't yeah. he? Now there's like, there's no, like, there is no reason for Jonathan Majors to act that well. Like, and this is just the trailer as well. And he's, but we've also seen him in Loki where he absolutely killed it. That's true, but it's a different version as well. So like, 
the, the fact that he can play the same character but completely different as well. Um, like, and another one of my other grief, grievances with the trailer is that it does show a lot. Like oh, I think this is the whole movie. Pretty much. Like, I think we see the final fight. We see, presumably, Ant-Man's big hero line where he's like, I don't have to win. We both just have to lose. Yeah. Um, you think Ant-Man's walking away from this one? You see, we've talked about it. They're afraid to kill people. Mm. But also, I can see Paul Rudd, like, coming... Like, he probably doesn't want to do these movies forever. But also, I think... I could see him popping back up in Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Yeah, so I think whatever Kang has going on there in the quantum realm, that needs to be maintained Mm. to keep quantum time in place and all this kind of shit. So I think they'll defeat Kang and then Ant-Man will take up the role of keeping the quantum realm together. Interesting, yeah. And then... Like the rest of them and his daughter Cassie can go back and continue ant manning about. And in she the big can world. then be young Avengers yeah. Ant Man. That's what how what I think is going down here. And that leaves Paul Rudd free to pop back up later in uh Secret Wars and And also he thing. can pop into Secret Wars even if he dies, because they could just take over like it could just be him in That's Secret true. Wars. Yeah, like they can do whatever is needed really in Secret yeah, Wars. Yeah, I'm yeah, I I was kind of watching this going, there's no way he should survive. Like, I mean, Kang versus Ant-Man is possibly the most unfair fight you could get. Yeah. Like Kang should just absolutely just decimate him. Like um so I don't know where they're gonna go and how they're gonna get out of that final fight scene without Ant-Man just getting butchered to death. But, I mean, we'll, we'll wait and see. I I wanted to know how you felt about, I think the most logical way to do the story, I think it's the really good way, is to have the time gap, the the five years come into play and, uh, and Paul Rudd's character is like, look, I have five years less of my daughter yeah. because of what happened. And now Cassie's five years older and I missed all of those years and I just want them back. Um, and I think that's actually, this is the first time that they've actually kind of thought about the fucking gap for yeah. five years. Like what and happened how, and the impact of that on people. The most we ever got was like Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're like, oh, countries kind of came together during the five years. Anyway, let's move on. That was just yeah, one let's line. never talk about this again. Yeah. Um, but like... Would surely Ant Man would have the sense to not go fucking around with time after everything that happened? See, yeah, there's an, and also would he be dumb enough that when Kang promises him, he's like, "Oh, yeah, that seems like a really good idea. Yeah, that's great." Yeah, I like. I I don't know. Maybe he's desperate to spend time with his daughter or something. But they seems to. He seems to also be a big celebrity now as well. Mm. So he's I guess he's going to be unsatisfied with that and just want his family is the whole plan here. And he can't get enough time with his family because he's now a celebrity because he brought everyone back. I guess. But also yeah. we haven't seen that for anybody else in the time. No, to- like like Sam Wilson can't get a fucking bank loan. Like <laughs> And he also helped bring everyone back. Yeah. So 
I, I, I like, it's, I, I, again, it's just, there's been no consistency about that five year period about what went on and what happens after. And we just keep and putting I, and out I think new that things they, without they, addressing it. They think this is like the rock solid, like this is going to tie everything together. And I could also see it happening, but there's also been mistakes along the way in other projects where you just never really touched on it and you just kind of moved on. Like even in Black Widow, like um, like you have um, Florence Pugh's character, like she just disappears. Or sorry, that's in uh, Hawkeye. That's in, yeah, um, that's in the that's Hawkeye, the Hawkeye show. show. Yeah, but like she just disappears, then just comes back. I was just like, okay, cool, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, like, we never really see her, we see her cry at a grave and shit like that, but we never see her actually come to terms with, like, no, five years has passed. Yeah. Like, that talk with her friend happens off screen. Yeah, it's it's just, it's it's really, it is refreshing watching this trailer, like, oh, that makes, that's a really good way to come in. And I think this is the strongest plot any Ant-Man movie has had. Um, Probably, good distance. yeah. Um, now, look, it remains to be seen, like, because the tone in this trailer is quite serious, but like it'll be interesting to see if that tone is maintained throughout the film. Or yeah, there was a lot of uh, comments that I read that were like, "Oh, no jokes! Only jokes that were good are kept." And I was like, "Yeah, but I think that's the idea they're going for." I'm sure in the actual movie, there's going to be a lot more one-liners. Like, um, oh, like I guarantee, Modok, because Modok has a mask in this, uh, in front of the chair to hide his fucking identity, even though it's in the trailer. So. Modok is going to like be like menacing and imposing and leaning over him and the mask is going to like flip away and it's going to be that big dumb face and he's yeah. going to say some fucking quip. Yeah, and, oh, there's going to be a quip. There's going to be a quip at that moment. And then a pause, <laughs> a written in pause to allow people to laugh. <laughs> but look, I'm, you know what? I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think this could be good, Sean. I'm, I'm not letting you get me down, okay? Please don't right? let me do it. I, you're, you're the Marvel boy. But you're, I think it's because you love the, the world so much that you're now like more just, oh man. Is this how you felt <laughs> since Man of Steel came out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go through all of those years and now I'm on the other side of just like, I'm ice cold, man. Who gives a shit? Just uh, means nothing to me anymore. I just turned off emotions. It really helped. That's, like that's when Batman vs Superman come, came out, Sean, I I seen that. I I had to sit through that. Right, you've had to sit through middling movies. I sat through Batman vs Superman. And then you got the director's extended cut on Blue and Suicide Squad. Oh. I sat through the two of them in the same year. Saw them opening night. Oh, boo hoo! Love and Thunder was very quippy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you bastard! Oh, look, everything's harder for me. <laughs> Should I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays. What a week. Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you all very much for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big shout-outs to all of our patrons over on Patreon who continue to support the show. Shout-outs go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, New Waffles Who Dis... David Clark, Sean Chuck it in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Wallers Forever Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the franchise that just won't die. Connor and Lorraine are really quite embarrassed about all this nickname shit houseery and hope Sean can find it in his heart to forgive them. Russ, to see in the new year, let's call a temporary halt to these proceedings, a ceasefire, a cessation of this continued back and forth. Parfit, 
and Jackson Bruheim. <laughs> Thanks everyone for the support. Absolutely couldn't do it without you. Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast if you want to check us out over there. There is also the merch store link below, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Long. I've been Sean Neal. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.